Thank you for tuning in. My prayer is that this message is going to be an encouragement to you personally and will cause great growth in your life. It's time to live and it's time to take this next step forward. God bless you as you listen. Today's Mother's Day and uh, I, I'm saying hi to my mom. You'll probably see this later, but here you guys, just you guys understand this. My mom and my mom and dad, they're in their uh, mid upper 80s. And my dad, I know what he's doing right now. My dad is sitting in his living room and he's preaching and mom is live streaming it from her iPhone. Mom gets up and sings for everybody. I'm just telling you, it's like once you're a preacher, you just can't get it out of you. I, I love it because because my dad, he's he's retired several times and I've I preached like two of his retirement services. I'm like, dad, I'm not coming back to preach another retirement service for you. All right. And here he is. He's back online doing church from his house. And I love that. I love I just it, it's it's beautiful. But happy Mother's Day, mom. And and happy Mother's Day to all of the other people around here. Happy Mother's Day to my wife, Rebecca. And uh I, I love this day. It's a very special, special day. And I just have a little bit of encouragement to you guys. If, uh, if you've not yet reached out to your mother, really do that and honor her. Honor your mother. I know no one has a perfect mother. Mine was close, but no one has a perfect mother. And, uh, but, but the scriptures tell us regardless, honor your mother. And I, I just encourage you to do that. I, it's been 38 years. I calculated it uh, this weekend, 38 years since I've been with my mom on Mother's Day. And man, I tell you what, I, one of these days, I'm just not going to be here on Mother's Day because I'm going to be with my mom. And I, I'm looking forward to that. But bless your mothers, encourage them. Right? Hey, it was kind of interesting because someone sent me a text message this morning and the text read this. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it was, but it's someone in this room right here. Pastor Tim. It's going to be my first time to be at church today. I mean, first time back in a couple months. And my question is, can I yell amen or something like that? Because I know we're live streaming. What do you think the answer is going to be? Come on. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Now, you guys got to understand, I want to hear you, all right? I need to hear you. I need to hear your encouragement there. And here's a good thing for you to do if you're, if you're watching the Facebook live stream is you, you just hit those little hearts and smileys or thumbs up and just hit those. And you, you, can, you, don't, you, can not necess- you can't necessarily say amen so everybody can hear you, but you can type it in. Because I'm going to go back after the service is over and I'm going to look at every comment. I'm going to see all the amens and it's going gonna, it's gonna to encourage me and it's going to be an encouragement for those who are watching as well. So yeah, definitely keep the amens going. Uh, everyone in here, I know on your way in, you were served communion and you were able to, to get that, hold that to the end of the service. At home, if you do not have communion yet, just get grab a couple things. You can just it can be bread and water. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but but do something because near the end of the service, I do want to share communion with you because Jesus has done something special for you. He stretched out His hands for you, and that is a moment for us to connect with Him and what He did for us. So I'm looking for that really, really, really well here at the very end. All right. Well, what I'm going to ask everyone to do is you can go out, go ahead and have a seat in here. Uh, we're we're not going to walk around and. and do the, do the high fives and that kind of stuff right now, all right? We're, we're doing this a little bit different. Uh, there are guidelines we operate by, and, and we're, gonna, we're, we, we're doing our very, very best to operate by the guidelines the state of Texas has given us, and 
And it's kind of fun. I just thought, you know, I'm going to make an adventure out of this. This is going to be an adventure, and, and it definitely has been. So every week, we're just slowly adding a few more uh, chairs and a few more people through a ticketed invitation only at this time. And, uh, and a lot of free screening. Those of you who fill out the ticket forms, you know that like, there's a lot of screening questions. In fact, I'll be uh, releasing another video update later this week on Thursday, which is going to show you a little bit more about how we are setting things up for, for church here at City Life Church. But the thing is, we're right in the middle of this COVID crisis. You know, this, you'll never forget this. We'll never forget this. I don't know whether we're at the middle or the beginning or, wh- or where we are in this thing, but it's real. But it's not just a Fort, Fort Worth thing. It's not just a U.S. thing. It's a worldwide thing. And we've never been this way before. So let's talk about it. I know that uh, right now, uh, a lot of you guys are facing just some huge challenges. I know that. In fact, everyone really is. Everyone's facing huge challenges. There's family strife. I mean, it's, it's at an all-time high. Uh, there's depression and loneliness issues. Um, from what I'm seeing, it's, it's at an all-time high. Uh, there's fear and there's worry over lost income, business collapse or collapse of economic failure and it's at an all-time high it's just all of a sudden right there in our face and on top of that on top of all of that there's the very real concern that COVID-19 could assault your own body or a family member or a friend um, received a message just uh, I think it was just Saturday morning Friday or Saturday friend of mine telling me about his dad who's who's uh, in a special home right now they're, they're taking care of him and he's a man I've known for a long time uh, you know Chuck they, they were so good to us when we first got married they helped us we didn't have family around here but they they, they became family but just found out he, he has COVID and so been praying for Chuck and I've just been praying for so many different people that are walking through this situation and this isn't easy I know it is and And uh, here's what's happening. This pain that we're facing, it's forcing us to rely on God like never before. It is. And, And what's happening is at the same time as this is going on, the, the stress and the strain and the stretching, it's causing uh, a lot of the ugliness to come to the surface. Uh, and and, and, and in some cases, it's like beginning to reveal the worst about us. It's, it's coming to the surface, but, but that's for a purpose. It's so that God can extract it from us and he can instill the best in us. That's always been God's plan. That's how he works. See, because there's always a plan behind the pain. Go get some notes out. Write that down. There's always a plan behind the pain. And I want the plan of God. I want the help of God. And I want God's future to be released through me. So the title of today's message, write this down. Because I believe God's going to speak to you. I believe God's going to speak to you at home. The title of today's message is Stretching Precedes the Launching. Stretching precedes the launching. So does anyone feel stretched? (laughs) Absolutely. We all do. Everyone does. Uh, In fact, uh, no one is not feeling stretched right now. Other than a little kid and they're like, hey, I don't know what's going on. This is my world. I'm just happy. But they're feeling stretched anyway because it's hard being a kid. All right. But uh, I, I, uh, 
I put something around my wrist earlier this morning, and my mom always warned me, don't put rubber bands around your wrist. Yes, mom, I heard you, and, uh, but, but it didn't cut off the circulation. My hand didn't fall off, okay? But I had this, uh, this rubber band here, and, and as I was looking at this rubber band, truth is, if it's just sitting like this, loose, it has no function. It, it's not serving any purpose. And just all you can do is look at it. It does nothing. It does nothing. It exists, but nothing's happening. Why? It's because it's not being stretched. The only way a rubber band can serve its purpose is by being stretched. You've got to stretch the rubber band to make it happen. And, 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 uh, and, and as you begin to stretch it, it a little bit, you can feel your emotions begin to get tense because the more you stretch it, you think, what might happen? I mean, I, I'm just looking here with this, and as I point this out here, I'm watching, okay, all of a sudden, everyone just reacted. And I can't even shoot it that far. But you all went, ah. Oh. <laughs> That's what happens. We tend to, like, okay, we know that something's going to happen here. Uh, When you stretch, during this time of stretching, it feels like it's a setback. And it's kind of scary. But the stretching is not a setback. The stretching is a set up to launch you forward. Because without the stretching, there is no launching I know about launching rubber bands. When I was about 12, 13 years old, I lived in Hastings, Nebraska, and you could have a paper route back then. And I had my own paper route. I, I, uh, I sold and delivered the Hastings Tribune. Any of you guys read the Hastings Tribune? Don't lie. I know you've never read it. But Hastings Tribune was the newspaper that I, that I, that I threw up on porches. Uh, I didn't throw up on porches, but I threw the newspaper on porches for years. And, and, and the first thing that I learned is you go to there. We, I called it the paper office, but it was the, the Tribune. And it was this place where you went to pick up your papers and you sign off on the ones they gave you and you could buy bags of rubber bands. And they had these huge bags of rubber bands. And I remember the guy saying, OK, you're going to just go ahead and get two or three of these. And and that's uh, like, well, I have to invest in these. Like, yeah, I don't remember how much they were, maybe maybe 25 cents a big bag or something like that. But but they were they were really inexpensive. But you got all these rubber bands and you started working with them. But then again, there would be like 20 to 30 boys in this room where uh where we were all together and we were, uh, we, were, we were having to put together these newspapers and fold them and put the rubber bands around them. And can you imagine uh, 20 to 30, uh, 12, 13, 14-year-olds with a bunch of rubber bands? That place was crazy all the time. I would go out of there and, and I would have these welts on my legs from where kids would come up behind you and get you on your leg, you know, because you were wearing shorts because it was hot during the summer. And they'd go, pow, pop you with them. I know about that. And I also learned it's fun to take rubber bands to Hastings Junior High School because I learned a lot about rubber bands because you can sit like this, you can shoot the rubber band, and the, and the rubber band's gone. It's like, where'd that come from? I don't know. I don't know. So I know all about rubber bands, okay? Uh, trust me. Trust me. But uh, the thing is, is that the stretching that goes with the rubber bands... And the stretching that's happening in your world right now, it's uncomfortable. 
um, the strife at home, the difficulty on the job, you're struggling with the finances, your pain over isolation. But this, this stretching is allowing some things to come to the surface. And it's coming to the surface so that you can deal with it. It's, uh, it's because God wants to launch you forward. God doesn't want you like this. God wants to launch you forward. And uh, in order to do that, He's wanting to get rid of some toxins and some old buried garbage and some thought patterns and some words that you say over, say to yourself over and over. And he wants to deal with this right now during this stretching time. Because you can't carry all of that to the new place that God's taking you. If, if you could only really see what God was doing, then you wouldn't be complaining, you wouldn't be stressed, and you wouldn't be overwhelmed because God really is in control. This season of stretching... Stretching always precedes the launching. As I was preparing for today, I put together six stretching strategies. Uh, I like that. I could have named the sermon six stretching strategies, but I want you to jot these down because this is, these are strategies I believe that you should use during this time. And here's the first one. Stretching strategy number one is this. Know that God will make it good. He will. I know it doesn't feel good right now, but God will make it good. And you absolutely have to make it through this period, this time of stressing. And, and, uh, and, and God, the thing is, God wants to make you better. God wants to make your business better. God wants to make your family better. God wants to make your church better. God wants to make your city better. And so in the middle of this, God will make it good. Romans 8, 28. I love this scripture. You should have this underlined, highlighted in your Bible Put a bookmarker there. Here it is. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now, look at that scripture. How many things does it say? All things. In here, I mean, how many things does it say? All things, right. And so, do you love God? Have you been called according to his purpose? Okay, then. All things, all things, this crisis, the things you're going through at home, the things you're dealing with with your, your company or your job, all things will work together even though it's not pleasant at the time. It's going to work out for your good. It's going to work out for your good. You're going to be on the receiving end of this. City Life Church, I mean, the story of this church is it was not an easy launch. It was, it was a hard launch. And I tell you, there had to be a lot of stretching before this church could be launched. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't comfortable for me. It wasn't comfortable for my family. But, but I, even during this time period, I'm feeling like City Life Church is being launched again, kind of in a new way, in a fresh way. I feel like it's a new season and we're just going to move into this thing. And it's not easy. It's not easy doing all this. But, but we're, we're, we're going to be launching really in a new way. The stretching, God's going to make it good. It's going to make it good for your family, for your home, and for your future as well. Stretching strategy number two. Here it is. Keep eternal perspective. Right now, everything seems to be changing day by day. It's hard to look down the road very far at all. Uh, and you remember this old game we played as, as children, at least I played it, is you, you, you walk on the sidewalk and you don't step on certain cracks. Because if you step on a crack, you break your mother's back. back. Well, they still do it. All right. 
but you don't want to step on a crack. And so, but it, that, that's, that's what, the way we're kind of living right now. Is, and it's not very safe to be staring at, at the cracks, trying to, be, trying to be careful with all the cracks because you may fall down and the car may hit you. That was, that was always the thing. My parents said, don't you be playing that game. You're not going to break my back. You just watch where you're going. And, um, but that's what life feels like. I mean, think about this. It is really difficult to even contemplate or to plan where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing even a month from now. It's really hard. It feels like an impossibility. In fact, really, in our lifetimes, it's never been harder to plan. But even though you can't see next week, it's critical, and I'll just say it's essential that during this time, especially during this time, you look way ahead into eternity because that'll keep you on the right track. James chapter 1, verse 12, it says this, it says, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, and that's what God's wanting from you right now, having stood the test, that person the person who makes it through the time of stretching will receive a crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So regardless of the pain and the stress and the stretching you're feeling during this season, please understand this. It ends well. It's called this crown of life. Keep eternal perspective in mind. <laughs> because... You're, we're, we're talking about a launch right here. The stretching is happening, but there's a launch that's coming. Here's stretching strategy number three. is to resist, re- resist fear. Just resist it because God is with you. Now, that might sound oversimplified, but it's true. There's fear, uncertainty, uh, uh, maybe some unstable emotional well-being issues you're struggling with. And, and uh, you'll just begin to look around and fear grasps you. Uh, you read the news. Fear overtakes you. You think about tomorrow, fear overwhelms you. But the truth is, some of you and some of the people I've been talking with, you don't know whether you can even go another day. How can you walk through one more day during this time of stretching? Because it's, there's so much fear. But I want to tell you this. God's with you. God's beside you. He's right there with you. He really, really loves you. He loves you. And God's not going to let this stretching go to waste. He won't. Psalm chapter 23, verse 4, King David writes these words. He says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, that's where we are. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So resist the fear and understand this. The stretching is here to reshape you and let it reshape you. Don't be afraid of the reshaping. Old things, they're beginning to die off and, and, and things are, new things are coming. They're going to begin to come out of you. And it's time for you to discover some new talent. It's time to begin to discover some new anointing. It's time to discover some new power. Who will you be on the other side of this stretching after you're launched? Who are you going to be? I know the season of stretching is uncomfortable, but God is setting you up for a launching. New creativity, new ministry, and you, it will happen if you resist the fear and know God's with you during this time. And here's the fourth stretching strategy. It's to run to family. We're in this together. And you need to say that to your blood family. You're in here, you need to say, we're in this together. If you're at home with your family... Just say it right there in your living room. We're in this together. 
Church family, it's us. We're in this together. I mean, come on, talk in church. Look at each other and say, we're in this together. Come on, turn around, keep your social distancing, but we're in this together. Yeah, we're in this together. And, and it affects everyone just a little bit different. Um, but no one is exempt from the stretching that's happening right now. So what we need to do is to run to family because family sticks with one another through the thick and the thin. Don't be alone during this stretching season. Don't. Psalm chapter 68, verse 8, it's our theme scripture for this year. It says, God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. Those are the ones that don't want family. Don't be like, I don't want a sun-scorched land. I don't want that for anyone. I don't want that for anyone who's watching. I want you to engage with family. Please understand, this is not a game. This is not a drill. The stretching is real. The stretching is painful, but you need to let your guard down and begin to love one another because your family needs you and you need your family. Hey, God, God, God's up to something very big in the world right now. I think it would really blow our minds if we really understood what God was up to right now. Now, here's the deal. Are you willing to be launched into this new season as God is doing something huge in this earth? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I said, God, it's okay. Bring along the changes in me. Bring along the changes in us because the stretching is going to launch us and it's going to launch us best as we are connected and we are joined with one another in family. If your trust is in your finances, if your trust is in your job or your uh, company or if your trust is in the government, I'm just telling you guys that is unstable because all of a sudden that can, any of that can be gone as quickly as this thing came upon us. See, that, that's why we put our trust in God. We're going to put our trust in Him because He never changes. And so your church family, what the church family does is we nudge each other to just get our eyes back on God. So say hello to each other. You know, if you're, if you're on the live stream right now, say hello to each other. Say, hey, Bobby Joe. Hey, Billy Bobby. You know, hey, J- Jimmy John. Now he makes pizza, doesn't he? But, you know, but just say hello to each other because you need each other. We're family. Here's strategy number five. Simply cry out to God. To cry out to God. I like the word cry because it, 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 it says there's emotion involved. It's a little different than just praying. This is, it's, it's, it's putting your emotions out there to God. You've probably been feeling some buried emotion or maybe some new emotion and and emotions are coming out. You don't really know what to do with all of your emotions. And the best thing that you can do is take those emotions and just cry out to God. Unload it on God. Because that strategy is one of the strategies that will help you launch forward as you move into this new season. Because when you begin to do that, God then says, okay, now I'm going to order your steps. I'm going to give you some direction. I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to launch you. You've got to cry out to God. I'm telling you, it's time for us to stop being critical. It's time to stop being hateful and angry because your passion is going in the wrong direction and the stretching is only going to hurt you. In fact, your passion may cause you to break during this season if you don't direct that passion toward God. Psalm 37, one of my favorite Psalms, 37, verse 17, it says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. The righteous cry out, and he delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the 
brokenhearted. There's an emotion there. You see that? He saves those who are crushed in spirit. And then it says the righteous person may have many troubles. They're right there. We kind of blow some uh, theories out there about Christians. Well, Christians don't have any trouble. No, it's in the Bible. You do. You guys have troubles. I know y'all. All right. But the righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all, all, all. So cry out to God during your stretching right now. You, you know, when you don't stretch your body, if a person doesn't stretch, what I, I studied this a little bit, and it's interesting because it causes your muscles, in a sense, to kind of get stuck. Uh, they, they tighten down because of the inactivity, and, and it begins to pull on your joints and your bones, and that leads to aches and pains and incorrect body movement. And then, so in other words, your body quits working effectively if you're not stretching one way or another. In other words, if you're not stretching, you can't surge forward. You can't launch forward. And God's using the season of stretching to loosen up some of your spiritual and your emotional muscles. And God wants to break you out. And I know stretching is not fun. I don't like it. It's my least favorite part of of exercising. But it will break you out of some chronic aches and pains and will get you moving correctly because that stretching is there so that God can reactivate you and God can launch you forward. Stretching strategy number six, and this is the last one. Pray and don't stop praying. See, prayerlessness is powerlessness. Uh, Prayerlessness causes you to be more angry or or more isolated or feeling more hopeless. During, During this time, during this season of stretching, God is preparing you to move into a new level, a fresh anointing, if you do what's right. If you come through this time well, this is a test. But, to, but in order to get through it, you've got to pray. And I'm saying pray like crazy. Pray like never before. Don't stop praying. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Some of you, this is your scripture that you need to take out of here today. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then what happens? It says, then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In just a few minutes, we're going to practice this right here in this room. We're going to practice this over our live stream. We're going to do this because this is what helps us to be able to move into that new season. The thing is, we all encounter uh, defeats. The only person who doesn't have a defeat is the person who's doing nothing. <laughs> but we all face a lot of defeats. And, but we absolutely must not be defeated during this time. In fact, it may be necessary as we encounter uh, these, these defeats and these setbacks and this stress and this pain right now. It may, may be necessary to engage with it a little bit so you can know who you really are. And so you can begin to rise up as the person God wants to be using in that future because things are shifting. Things are changing. And God is, God is stretching you because he has a purpose for you that's out there. You're going to come through this. You will come through victorious. I, I want us just to lean into the stretching and invite God in. God, get in the middle of the stretching with me. Why? It's because stretching precedes the launching. God is breaking you out of your comfort zone and you know it. Uh, because if everything just stayed as is, if everything just stayed the way it was back on March 1st, nothing in your life would change. Your attitudes, your emotions, your thought processes, they wouldn't change. But God wants to do something in you. God needs you to change. 
because the world's changing. And there's always a plan behind that pain. I want you to catch this. There's no accident that you are here on this earth at this season in 2020, right here in Fort Worth, Texas. There is no accident. God could have put you on the timeline of history at any place, but he put you here now for a reason. And God is stretching you because he wants to launch you into this new season with more wisdom, with greater giftings, with deeper relationships, with solid footing, with healthy emotions, and with new explosive ideas that it's going to help you in this new, new world, really, that's, that's the beginning to unfold right before our eyes. This is big, guys. This is big. And God wants you to be a part I'm not going to stand back and just let this time pass me by. No, I'm going to allow the stretching and I'm going to surge forward because God has a plan for my life. God has a plan for this church. God has a plan for your family. God has a plan for you. I know you don't like it right now and I don't either. But the truth is the stretching is important because there's something amazing, amazing out there. And we've just begun. And the really, really, the truth is the best really, really is yet to come. I want us to pray right now. We're going to pray uh, that God will give us the strength to embrace the stretching and to let this happen. Will you pray? I want you just to pray. Just to stop what you're doing right now. Pray, God. We just pray, Lord, that you will help us to embrace this stretching that's going on. God, God, to, to embrace the pain and to know that, that you're doing this for a reason. God, even, even though it doesn't make sense that a job may have been lost, even though it doesn't make sense that, 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 uh, that the, 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 the home is in turmoil, even though it doesn't make sense that, that the, the, the income has stopped or that the company looks like it's about to fail. Even though those things don't make sense, we, God, we lean into you knowing that we're going to move through this, we're going to get through this, and we're going to come out good on the other side. We thank you for it. We expect it because that's faith, and we are a people of faith. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you're at home right now, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and get those communion elements and in here you were served communion elements earlier I didn't get any and I'd love to take communion with you so if, if someone's able to bring me some communion that would be fantastic I'd love it thank you but as we prepare to take communion first and foremost I just want to toss this out there if you're not a follower of Jesus yet you should be can I tell you something what these elements represent, it, it, re, it represents what Jesus did for us on the cross. But, you, but, but think about it. As I was thinking about communion for today, I was thinking, like, what did Jesus do on the cross? Well, he stretched. He stretched. It was a stretching like he had never felt before in his physical body, but it was a stretching that, that was emotional and it was spiritual as well. He stretched out to walk through this time of crucifixion. But what was on the other side was beautiful, painful at the moment, beautiful on the other side. See, (laughs) for Jesus, there was a plan behind the pain. There was. And the best was yet to come. And it still is yet to come. I want you to take your elements, take the body of Christ, the bread. I'm going to ask you to pray a prayer blessing over it with me. Just hold it in your hand. Just, Lord, we thank you, God, for for this body that was broken for us. 
We do this in remembrance of you. We thank you for your sacrifice and we won't forget. Thank you for stretching out your body, your emotions, your spirit. Thank you for stretching yourself out on that cross in that pain and agony so that we could harvest something wonderful on the other side. We remember what you did for us. And at the same time, God, we ask you, Jesus, we ask you to help us through this time as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Please partake the body of Christ. Right now we take the cup also. We thank God for the blood he shed for us. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. You shed this blood for me, a sinner. It's because of your blood, we have new life. The pain of this blood flowing from your body brings healing, hope, and restoration for me. So I take this now in remembrance of you, grateful for all you've done for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Please take it. Stretching. Jesus did it. It's happening to you, and you're going to make it through this time. You're going to make it through this. And I, it's not, I just kind of like want to take this and shoot it at somebody. I mean, I could shoot it like right at the camera right there and see what happens. Now, that could be a little bit of fun. Let's see what happens here. Oh, man, I missed. I missed the cameraman, everything. But I got to get, I, I need to get kind of back into it. I, I, I was really good at that when I was in junior high. Hey, but you know, as we're, um, we're going to move into a time of some worship here in just a few minutes and just a time of connecting with God. And I, I do have some things I want to share with you. But first of all, I'm going to ask you to begin to prepare your offerings. Uh, I thank you, church family and friends, and uh, for, for your giving as well. Thank you because your giving is sustaining us during this, during this very unique season. And uh, I, I really, really appreciate it. It is deeply appreciated. And uh, and I, I just encourage you to go ahead and get the City Life app out and go ahead and, and uh, get your offering. If you've not yet given your offerings in here, you can. We also have the giving station that's out there in the foyer. Um, I, I was reading this. This is in my Bible reading this week. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verses 10 and 11 says this. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. This is Paul talking to a church about their giving. He said, as you give, like it's like seed, you therefore will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. So giving is worship, and I encourage you with that. Just a, just a, a couple quick updates here. If, uh, if you're here this morning, I'm going to ask you to very, very strongly considering being a part of what's called the prep team. If you're watching online, I want to encourage you, if you're a City Life partner, okay, right now, we're, if you're a City Life partner, I want to encourage you to be a part of the prep team. That might kind of get you in the door a little bit early, but, but we're, I'm honestly looking to have about 20 people who are willing to come in here and, and help us with our disinfecting and our cleaning. We are following all the standards that have been given to us by the uh, state government and we're going way 
way above and beyond. But uh, but I just want us to be able to continue to do that. The more people we have, the more hands in it, the, the easier, the better. And uh, and if you're interested in that, here's what I'm going to tell you guys. If you're interested in that, I need you. All right, just just go out there on your way out and and talk to talk to somebody sitting at a table in the foyer. I don't know who will be there, but somebody will be there, and uh, and they'll be uh, talk to Joe and out there in the foyer, and we'll help get you more information on it. All right, you're not signing your life away. Get you more information. If you're online, you want to do that. Just email me or text me if you have my number, or you definitely have my email address, and we'll start working with you on that. All right. Hey, another thing while you're preparing your offerings is yesterday was our final day of the COVID-19 food drive for Beautiful Feet uh, outreach to homeless in the area. And here's the deal. City Life Church, I'm proud of you guys because over these past few weeks, we have provided 2,100 meals. So that's, that's pretty awesome. It really is. really is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It has really helped the, them to kind of get over the hump as they ran low on food. And so we're feeding the people that are right here in the neighborhood, that live right here in the neighborhood. And I'm so excited about that. Also, Wednesday at noon, Tim at 12. You don't want to miss that. I, I've got something I think I'm going to talk about the roots of COVID-19 and, and talk about the deep roots of it, okay? It's nothing political, but it, you, will, you will really enjoy that. Um, but, but right now, while you're preparing your offerings, just I want you to give it as worship to God. Some of you in here, you've already given, but I just want you to offer it in worship to God. God, we thank you. We have the privilege of giving. We thank you, God, that as we give, it is a, it is a sacrifice of praise. It is a sacrifice of thanksgiving to you and that you are honored through it. In Jesus' name, amen. Right now, as we prepare to transition our service, I want us to move into a time of just worship crying out to God. That's crying out to God. And, and I'm, I'm going to ask you guys who are in here just to take a few minutes. We're not going to dismiss for a while. I just want you to begin to cry out to God. If you're at home, I want you to begin to cry out to God. I don't know when this dream is going to end, but whenever it ends, it ends. But I want you to begin to cry out to God because God has something good for you. And let the gifts of the Spirit be released in your home. Let them be released in this place. Let them, we are a family, even though we're, we're not connected necessarily touching each other. We're a family. Begin to cry out to God because God wants to take you through this time of stretching. And God wants to launch you into that new season he has. I'm going to speak blessing over you now, a benediction blessing, but we're going to keep going. So God bless you and keep you. God smile on you and gift you. God look you full in the face and make you prosper. Let's worship God. Have you discovered your street of influence? Whether it be family, government, business, arts and entertainment, faith, health and vitality, or education, head over to culturalstreets.com and discover your street today.